Welcome back to the TSR Hockey Warm-Up Show. Merrimack host Vermont tonight. Hockey East action. Second game of the weekend between these two teams. And uh, kind enough to join us here, Kevin Snedden. He's the head coach of the Vermont Catamounts. And uh, first of all, Kevin, before we talk about last night's game, interested to get your thoughts. I know you're always one of those uh, coaches with an eye on the big picture of things. Uh, what do you see big issues maybe around college hockey? And I'm also interested, you know, the recruiting changes that went into effect last year. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? And are you seeing any impact so far? Uh, you know, I, I think from a recruiting standpoint, I'll tackle that one first. You know, the, the idea behind it are, are the correct thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the execution of it is always gonna, there's always going to be that gray area, right? We're a different sport than, than most in that there's a lot of third-party recruiting with uh, family advisors and things like that. that uh, you know, so you can't offer a scholarship, but can you? You know, can you can you do it through a, a third party? So that's the uh, recruiting's getting pretty ugly, and this at least, if, if anything, it gets rid of the verbal commitment. I, I don't like we, we. I tell my guys if somebody verbally commits to us, recruit them harder because uh, there are no gentlemen out there anymore. So uh, everybody's going by the NLI. That's fine, and and I, I agree to do that as well. And um, but it, it is uh, it's getting pretty competitive out there. And, um, as far as the big things in college hockey right now, I think it's more college athletics. You know, as my take on things is the rise of uh, expenditures continue to go up and up and up. You start to have now uh, a really clear set the haves have nots yeah. you know that's in my opinion that's not just college hockey that's kind of across uh, across the board but you look at the the power the power 5 and you know they're always talking about not being happy with the NCAA you know if they start to think about going away from it that hurts all of us you know um, so there's some big issues i think uh, at stake you know on on more of a global a global um, consideration than, than just college hockey but that's all I got for you tonight guys I don't know if I got any other big uh, big ticket items for you <laughs> well, I, I'm not done actually you were on the NCAA ice hockey committee recently sure. and uh, you know the question comes up I'm sure it'll come up again this year the question of uh, you know regional sites uh, neutral sites versus campus sites uh, any, any thoughts on that it doesn't seem like it's likely to change anytime soon but what do you think well, I you know I don't think I, I don't think the opinion of the coaches uh, is really going to change. You know I don't think you're going to get into a room and agree. You know have all the, the coaches agree on on campus or remaining uh, neutral site. And I think it's been pretty split for years and years. And I've kind of gone back and forth. Having been on the committee, when you see the math, something's got to give at some point, right? Like the cost of flying teams continues to rise and. You know, we're asking people to spend a lot of money on tickets, and some areas where it's more expensive than the pro games they go to see. Um, you know, so there's there's some challenges for sure in uh, in running that tournament, and it may get to a point where they have to make the decision. Right? It's the NCAA's tournament. It's not it's not college hockey's tournament. So that'll be interesting. Um, but I, I kind of go back and forth on on what's best for you know the student athlete experience. Um, you know, playing in. Uh, uh, building that's a third full or having a fair shot at, at playing somebody on neutral ice you know uh, I, I'm torn I see the positives in both yeah so I don't I don't have a solution for you but it'll be continued to talk about more for the finances sure. yeah and actually one other question I wanted to ask you um, you know next time we see you I'm sure because this is the last time we will see you during the regular season at least uh, will be new commissioner of hockey East any thoughts on what should be looked at there and maybe the kind of qualities you'd like to see in, in the next commissioner well I, I again I think we have to honor Joe Britannia right he's uh, he's done an incredible job. I, I had Joe, you know, when I was when, when I was involved in the ECAC, and then uh, obviously when we moved into uh, uh, into Hockey East, I, I got to 
I got to coach uh, with his guidance as our commissioner. He's done a fabulous job, and you know we'll, we'll obviously be sad to, to see him go because he's such a great hockey guy. I, I think it's you know I think Joe would probably say the same thing. Like you look at it nowadays, it's more of a business position. You know, like uh, hockeyists can no longer rely on just hey we're, we're the you know the tagline we're the best college hockey conference. Yes, I believe that in terms of the institutions, but. Getting the revenue streams, uh, doing all the the branding, the marketing, and trying to really position our teams to be the best they can be. It's going to come down to you know somebody who comes in with a a really good strategic plan and vision of how do we do that. And that's not to say Joe wasn't doing that. It's just the next guy, the next person, male or female, needs to really grab that and, and run with it. That's got to be the focus every day. How do they make the league better? Well, last night's game, a 5-5 five to five tie between these two teams. I don't know if anybody saw it coming. I think I joked with somebody, it might have even been you before the game, that it might end up a 6-5 game or something like that with the way these, even though these teams have had trouble scoring goals, but trouble scoring goals, you know, there was none of that last night. It, it was a very entertaining game. I thought that the effort was certainly there for both clubs. It was a very exciting game, but I imagine for yourself and also for Merrimack coach Scott Bork, there's a few things you might like to tighten up from last night. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, great to score five goals, but we didn't defend very well. And credit to Merrimack. You know, down 4-1 in the second period, I thought they put on a big push. Um, they earned their goals. Like for us, I look at it and I say, okay, I think it was more of a goaltending issue. You know, like the uh, no disrespect to the Merrimack goaltender um, who started the game. I just thought he was fighting the puck early, and obviously Scotty did as well. And that's when they made the change. A couple of goals, I, th- I think he'd probably want to say, hey, we need to we need that one back. Um, I thought their goals were all hard-earned, driving the net hard, you know, creating chaos in front of our nets, and, and we didn't defend that well, so we'll have to do better tonight. You got off to a pretty good start with the two goals early in the game to take a 2 nothing lead, uh, one of those on the power play. I mean, you know, you, you took advantage of, uh, you know, some turnovers on their side. It seemed like it was a good place for you guys to be in at that point. Yeah, I liked the way we started the game, and I liked the way we, uh, you know, built the 4-1 lead. I just didn't like how we played from that point on, you know, and... You're on the road, 4-1, second, late second period, and they get one. It's like, okay, it's 4-2. We're still in a commanding lead. Let's take this into the into the intermission and go go play the third period with a two-goal cushion, and all of a sudden it just evaporated on us, and it, it's watching it was just kind of painful. It was just really bad breakdowns that, again, we left Stefanos Lekas out to dry on, on almost every goal. Yeah. With that being said, though, you know, you did grab the lead 5-4 there in the third, and uh, how did you see the rest of the period playing out after you took the lead? Yeah, I guess, you know, again, obviously we knew that uh, Merrimack was going to come right around the 10-minute mark. You know, they, they started to put on a push again. They were flying the zone, taking chances on the penalty kill. Uh, we get to a four-on-four situation, and that, I alluded to the fact the last two goals I thought were just really, really hard to watch, you know. And that, that was the four-on-four were man-to-man coverage, and, you know, one guy beats three. And, you know, we can't have those breakdowns, you know, and expect to be successful. So... We uh, we showed that and got our point across. I think in our in our pre scout meeting today that hey again great the offensive stuff was great but doesn't do you a hill of beans if you don't if you don't defend the middle of the ice coming back so puck management being a little bit more physical protecting the front of our net um, you know those are things that we stressed. You challenged the play in the second period. A possible offside looked pretty close from what we saw in the it replay. Wasn't. What was your thought? Well, it was, it was offside. Unfortunately, the the feed we had up in in our on our computer was different than what the referees were looking at from uh, the angle. And the problem with the referees' angle, there's a helmet that that is in the way of that camera angle. Uh-huh. So they can't they can tell it's offside, but they have no conclusive evidence because the helmet's blocking the skate. 
well, our angle was, it was, I mean, I can show you a picture of it, and he's, he's offside. Yeah. So it's an yeah, unfortunate circumstance. And one, it's a, it's a great point. Like, if we don't know that, that there's two different angles, sure. like, yeah. I don't know that I would have challenged it, right? Like, right. so tonight it's a different thought going into it. Like, just because our guy sees it one way and thinks, okay, that's what they're looking at, yeah. it was two different camera angles, so... Yeah, the, the one we saw, I think, was from well, across the it. ice, maybe, and and the one you saw was it from the other side of the ice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just so it was just uh, it was unfortunate, you know. But th- those things happen, and um, we didn't we didn't play it well, you know. Regardless, you know, the player was just barely offside. Didn't have a huge impact on things. We just didn't play it well from that point on. Uh, one guy that impressed us last night, William LeMay, besides the goal that he scored for you and also the assist, he made a pretty big defensive play late in the game. He did, and, and again, a breakdown. Two breakdowns led to him having to save the day on the back door. But uh, I said to the, I said to Mike McMahon uh, after the game, like our freshmen played extremely well last yeah. night. You know, Andrew Lucas, big-time goal. Yeah. William LeMay, Simon Boyko, like those guys were our best players. We need a better effort from our upperclassmen because they were largely responsible for many of the goals against, and they've got to step their game up tonight and try to help show the young guys how you how you play with the lead. Yeah. Well, I know you, you mentioned earlier some of the things you wanted to focus on tonight, but maybe if there's one or two keys that I guess we could use, you know, from you, uh, that would be a key to the game tonight for your club. I always feel like puck management's big in this building. You know, things happen a lot quicker just because of the size of the ice surface. Uh, Merrimack's a physical team, structurally very disciplined. Um, you, you can't have turnovers, you know. Like, like you, you have to live to fight another day. If you don't have a play to be made, it's okay to get it. What we call next zone mentality, right? Chip it to the next zone. Use our speed to apply pressure on that puck uh, versus turning over in your own zone, you know. And that's that was that's what hurt us probably the most last night. Should be another good one. It seems to always be the case when these two teams get together. So certainly looking forward to it. And uh, like I said, we won't see you again in the regular season. Best of luck the rest of the way, and we'll see you again down the road someday. Sounds good, guys. Always a pleasure. All right. Kevin Snedden with us, the head coach of Vermont. And we'll be back with more right after this. John Leahy will have his interview with Merrimack head coach Scott Bork right here on the TSR Hockey warm-up show. This is Warrior Hockey.